0: The scripture reading today is from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Will you pray with me? Holy and loving God, send your spirit upon us, that as your scripture has been read and your word is proclaimed, we may hear with joy what it is you have to say to us this day. Amen. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go, sing with me Take a look at the five and ten Glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start and the thing that'll make them ring is the carol that you sing bright within your heart. I know it's your favorite thing when I sing and you're gonna get a few more songs today, even my off tune. But I love that it's beginning to look like Christmas all around. Now, last week before Thanksgiving at the Dillon House, I put up the tree but no decorations and all the garland with all of our Thanksgiving and fall decorations just to kind of give that jump start, but last night it began in earnest. I hung stockings, I put out pillows and lights everywhere getting ready for Christmas Tonight, as per the Dylan family tradition, um, we'll watch a Christmas movie, uh, make some hot chocolate, and decorate the tree. Every ornament that we get out of the box, we'll reminisce about and then hang it. Okay, really, every ornament I get out of the box, I will reminisce, and Jim and Emery will be like, come on, lady, let's get this tree decorated course this year it's going to be just a little bit different and not just because of the pandemic or it being 2020 but this will be the first year in 19 years that I don't have my son Jacob around he will be coming home a little bit later in the month um, we're not waiting for him to, <laughs> to decorate the tree. I mean, come on, things have to be on a schedule as per tradition. Um, but I will take um, some of his ornaments and put them aside and he can hang them later. It will be our 2020 version of our tree trimming tradition. I wonder what some of your favorite traditions are for the holidays and if you're having to adjust them a little bit this year for whatever reason we would love for you to write in the comments um, of our live video some of your favorite traditions we'd love to celebrate those with you oh there's no place like home for the holidays And no matter how far away you roam, if you want to be happy in a million ways, for the holidays you can't beat home, sweet home. This year, we'll be home for the holidays, almost exclusively, right? And there's no place like it. I'm grateful, actually, this month in November that we've had a mission focus on Habitat for Humanity that has helped me remember and really celebrate the importance of a good, safe home, especially during the holidays. We are safer at home. And many of us may experience much more quiet and reflection than we're used to in a season that is normally filled with hustle and bustle. More nights to sit by the fireside or the lighted tree and to think about the wonders and the mysteries of the Advent and Christmas season. Not surprisingly, I'm sure, many of my favorite holiday traditions center around the church. Our scripture reading that Gretchen read for us just a little bit earlier, that section from Isaiah that we often hear early in Advent, is a favorite. I will forever remember being in college in Lubbock, Texas, and every November and December weekend, I would drive the one and a half hours to Big Spring, Texas, um, where my sister was living and teaching and where my uncle was the pastor at the United Methodist Church there. I would go on those weekends so that I could practice with the choir for the living Christmas tree. A choir spectacular where we would sing a whole, I don't know, an hour and a half, I think, of music. And we would put on these like silver lame robe things with a little red collar. It was supposed to make us look like ornaments. When we climbed up the risers that were covered in chicken wire and greenery and lights, we were supposed to be the singing ornaments on the tree and the whole community would come and hear us sing. It became such an Advent tradition for me that even for a few years after I graduated, I would go back down to Big Spring, Texas from Colorado um, just to sing in the choir. And even the first year after I got married, I drug Jimbo and the big kids down to Big Spring so that we could experience the living Christmas tree together. I remember every single year where there was the same woman who would read at a certain point in our presentation kind of the penultimate moment this Isaiah scripture and her voice was so powerful so smooth, so rich, that when she read these words, it just gave me chills every time, whether it was an evening performance or a matinee. To hear the promise that God would send a Savior, someone so powerful that the lowly would be lifted up, the humble exalted, and the outsiders welcomed in, it gave me hope every single time. And this year, of all years, we need the hope that Advent brings that promise that God is with us and makes good on the promise through the incarnation of Christ. For a child has been born to us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. But right before this beautiful verse in Isaiah, the prophet talks about the boots of tramping warriors and garments rolled in blood and things being burned as fuel in the fire, not very Christmassy sounding things. He recalls the battle with Midian which the original hearers of this scripture would have immediately recalled the years that the people spent being oppressed by the Midianites. And finally, after seven years of oppression, God called on an ordinary farmer named Gideon to rise up and lead the people to freedom With an army of untrained soldiers, they were just normal people, farmers themselves. So the original hearers of this prophecy would remember that even in the darkest times, God was with them and would deliver them no matter how bad things ever would get. Isaiah called the Israelites to remember the promises of God, the promises of a Savior, and today the call is just as strong to hold fast to our tradition of leaning into God's faithfulness Our tradition of hope in the face of despair. Our tradition of believing that there will be light in the midst of darkness. And that tradition is never more alive than in our church year that begins this Sunday. The first Sunday of Advent. Last year in the Christian Century magazine on the first day of the Advent season, they wrote this, we don't get to have hope without grief. Hope dares to admit that not everything is as it should be, so that if we want to be hopeful first, we have to grieve. First, we have to see that something is broken and that there is a reason for why we need hope to begin with. Advent matters because it's our way of keeping our eyes and our hearts and our arms wide open, even in the midst of our grief and longing. The weary world is still waiting in so many ways, in so many hearts, in so many places, for the fullness of the kingdom of God to come. Advent is for the ones who know longing. Advent is the church's way of observing and remembering, of marking the truth. We believe that God came to be with us once. And God is still with us, and God is coming again to set things right. And so today on this first Sunday of Advent, we grieve. We recognize that things are broken, and we long for a Savior to come and set it all right this advent let us find that hope let us find that center let us find that home in the midst of our hearts and spirits i'll be home for christmas you can count on me please have snow and mistletoe and presents on the tree Christmas Eve will find me where the love light gleams I'll be home for Christmas If only in my dreams. I pray these have been the words of the Lord for us this day. Amen.